This podcast is sponsored by Terraform Development is an engineering and architectural design studio company located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Co-owner and founder Eddie Kalnintua supports the Hopi way of life and supports the next generation, including hiring Hopi professionals, individuals like Dr. Brianne Laban from the village of Tewa. Contact Terraform at 928-864-5022, extension 1, or you can email them at info at T-E-R-R-A, the number 4 com, or visit their website at www.terra, the number 4 com to learn more about Terraform development. They can design your next home, manage your next construction project, or fly their latest drone equipment to get aerial views of your project. Also sponsored by, do you want to support local businesses? Well, Here's a word from our first sponsor, Strong Ones. Strong Ones is dedicated to exposing cultural traditions of running that exist within many cultures and tribes worldwide through running apparel. Strong Ones is an individually owned business supporting cultural running traditions and supporting local organizations within the Hopi Reservation. They can be found at strongones.myshopify.com. Again, that's strongones.myshopify.com. They are also on Facebook at Strong Ones 15. All right, good afternoon, leers and ours and everything in between. I'm your host, Carl, and this is my friend, J-Man, and welcome to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. What about the R's? Oh, yeah, I forgot the R's. And the, the A's. <laughs> I, I know we got some of those listening to our podcast, too. Yeah, the A's and R's and everything in between. This this is an ex- inclusive podcast. We, we, we welcome everybody here. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So how's it going? Well, I, you know, I, uh, it's going really great. I enjoy, I enjoy life. I enjoy making podcasts and I thank everybody for listening. I think So and Gua would appreciate it if you also enjoyed working too. I know that's (laughs) not up there on your highest of priority list. I work, I work hard only on Tuesdays, Mondays and Tuesdays. There, there's a YouTube video on the Carl and J-Man uh, Save the World podcast YouTube channel that is an accurate description of uh, <laughs> Carl's work ethic. <laughs> if you haven't seen it already, hey, that was because check out our YouTube you, channel. Because you were boring me sometimes, so. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, t-shirts. We have t-shirts for sale, t-shirts and stickers for sale. T-shirts uh, are on sale at, um, we, we've been, uh, I guess, um, we have a sponsor. Our sponsor, Strong Ones, has been generous enough yeah. to put us up in their store. So if you are interested in our T-shirts and our stickers, we're at their uh, their online store, which is at um, strongones.myshopify.com. And so, you know, if you got some uh, some some extra bingo winnings or some extra uh, Facebook, um, I don't know what those gambling games are now that are real popular amongst our people. But if you win any of those contests, uh, visit our store and then uh, hook us up. Oh, yeah. And we also have stickers for sale. So buy them stickers. God damn it. 
<laughs> no comment. <laughs> so today's topic, uh, we're going to be talking about movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, before we talk about movies, um, I, I think that, you know, the podcast is doing really well. Oh, yeah. And podcast I, I, I feel like that well. that's kind of um, a message that we keep delivering. But, you know, it's it's interesting because even since season two started, our Facebook um, activity has increased. Our Instagram activity has increased. Our listenership has increased. I know that Carl is even more popular. Um, one thing that I didn't tell you, but um, one of my my nephew, his his kids, his daughters, they have a, a dog and it had puppies. Uh-huh. And they named one of the puppies Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So I'm a dog? Are you telling me I'm a dog? Well, you're at East House. So. <laughs> And one of the other things, too, is that I learned that my parents listen to our podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And so when we first started podcasting, I didn't really tell any of my family members that, uh-huh. you know, hey, I have this podcast. Come give us a listen, you know, because you, you get embarrassed that, you know, yeah. some of the things that you shared yeah. you might not want, you know, certain people to know certain things about your experiences or your lifestyles. <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sita. So... You know, just uh, what whatever I uh, whatever I say out there, don't be offended. So, everyone knows you're harmless. <laughs> I'm like that teddy bear that every guy uh, wants to just give his wife. It's pretty much it. So, yes, you, you are a teddy bear, <laughs> harmless. Well, uh, movies, right? Movies. Uh, so we love we all love movies we all love the the blockbusters and the indie movies the horror the comedy movies but one thing for sure is that there are minimal movies about native americans am i right i think so yeah and so today i think that you know our topic our topic almost in a way is kind of a, a part 2 of our last episode because you know this is something that's a little bit more on on the media side, talk, yeah. Talking about you know on the entertainment side because yeah. we talked about music the last time, the types of music that we like and kind of how it influenced us. But you know today we kind of wanted to talk about the movies. What are some popular movies on the reservation? What are some movies that we enjoyed as kids? Um, what are some movies that have to do with native cultures? Yeah, um, with Hopi cultures, if there are, are any. There are a lot um, of there are quite some few movies for Hobby culture. Yeah, so. and so n- none of that um, that amateur stuff that you be trying to create <laughs> yourself. <laughs> there are some probably amateur movies that I I've created in the past. So no pun intended. <laughs> and so I, I guess with I mean and, and yeah, I guess with that you know what were some 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 of your favorite movies growing up as a kid? See, we had cable. We had cable when we were growing up. And we, uh, I, I used to love watching like Ladmo and Bozo the Clown and Saturday morning cartoons. But when it came to like movies, we, Gua loved the Western movies. He, he was always intrigued by the Western side of movies. John Wayne's teeth. John Wayne's teeth and everything in between. And that's all we watched. And that was my influence is when, when Kwa'a wa- wanted to watch a movie, it was always the black and white. For some reason, it was always black and white. I don't think I've ever seen a colored film for quite some time because Kwa'a loved to watch the, you know, the Cowboys and Indians. And growing up, I didn't want to be the, 
I didn't want to be the Indian. I wanted to be the cowboy, you know, chasing the Indians around. And that, that was my influence there for movies. You, you wanted the six shooter. You, I want, didn't, you didn't want the bows and arrows. I already got the bows and arrows. I wanted the six shooter. That's why. You probably didn't want to run around outside with no shirt on. That's why. <laughs> and so, and growing up a little bit more, we were influenced by Disney movies. You know, the early 90s Disney movies were like um, Little Mermaid and you had Emperor's New Groove or whatever. And those were some of the movies that that influenced me into growing up to say, hey, you know, I wanted to be a cartoonist or like draw cartoons in a way. And so those were the types of movies I never you know, during my childhood, I, I never really watched like horror movies or comedy movies. And back then, um, like renting VHS was kind of a hassle because, of course, that when we lived in Tuba, there was that, um, what was that movie store called? The Arizona or AZ Hollywood? Yes. Yeah, the AZ Hollywood. And it was like a little strip mall that burned down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember going in there to go, we, we would rent movies and it would always be the adults that would, that would just rent the movies. And we you know we, they would never rent anything for us. So whatever they picked out, we had to watch. I really enjoy your stories. <laughs> Very articulate. Art- articulate. Thank you. I, I can tell at, at the level of what your IQ is by, you know, how you express yourself. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> I I well, you know, I was I mean, I I guess, you know, we were fortunate enough at, when I was growing up, we had two TVs in the house. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I'm not really too sure as to, you know, for like for most reservation homes, you know, yeah. like maybe some of them only had one TV in the yeah. house. And so you were kind of um restricted to watching whatever um movies that other people in the house wanted to watch like you're saying that you were stuck watching your Guas movies and etc but you know we had two tvs and so you know i was for the most part i was able to watch you know a lot of what i wanted to watch and i think as a kid a lot of the stuff that i liked um i didn't realize it until like now looking back at it but some of my favorite movies were like sci-fi movies i think that ghostbusters is probably like one of my all-time favorite movies uh, terminator is another one jurassic park yeah um and then you know like when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, those were another thing too that were real popular for me. But one of the um, things about movies that kind of always takes me back to my childhood is like when we were down at our soul's house, down at the village, we, yeah. um, down at the, at the lower village, um, there's no electricity. Yeah. There's no electricity on the side of the village where my soul's house was. So they had a, a solar panel. Uh-huh. And because, you know, the solar pa- solar panel is just like a, a rechargeable battery. Yeah. That when you use in, you know, X amount of energy, then you have to kind of shut everything off so that it can charge back up. So that was kind of a, a way that it restricted us when we were down there. We could only watch like one movie a day. Okay. Because then, you know, you couldn't watch movies all day long. Otherwise, yeah. you drain the power from the solar. And so my soul and quad, they used to have all kinds of movies. They used to have the VHS tapes and they had a lot of old movies. They had movies like uh, the cartoon, like a lot of the Disney movies. Yeah. Like the yeah. Um, Robin Hood was one. They had the Jungle Book. I think they had that live action Jungle Book version uh-huh. where it's actually like the actor, the kid, and then, you know, the... Um, the animals, like the real animals, it yeah. wasn't the animated stuff. And so, you know, that's kind of how, I guess, we kind of broadened our horizons in terms of different types of movies being down there, you know, asking Sol, well, can we watch a movie? And for the most part, they'd oblige. And so we could throw a tape in. 
and then um, be able to watch something as kids down there. But that's kind of one of the um, most memorable things is, is, you know, watching movies with your, your relatives, yeah. your cousins, your, yeah. um, for me, it was mostly my cousins because my sisters were much older than I am. So, you know, we didn't really watch a whole lot of movies together, but those are some of the movies that we liked. What, what do you think some popular, um, reservation movies are <laughs> like like what are what are some movies that you know based on growing up on the reservation that everybody's seen or well, that everybody uh, encourages you to watch <laughs> well first off i think it's smoke signals smoke signals is probably like the number one movie that everybody has in their collection What's so special about smoke signals? <laughs> you know, it had Victor and had the fry bread and, you know, it had everything that a Native American can relate to. So, <laughs> and every house, I think every household has, has that movie. I mean, I probably have two copies of it somewhere. Do you know it by heart? <laughs> I think every Native knows it by heart. So I think they I think every every meme is built around, you know, smoke signals, a Native American meme. So I in preparation for this episode, I did go to Instagram again and I did ask our followers what are some popular reservation movies that all reservation people love. These are some of the answers that were uh, given as smoke signals, I think was a big popular one. Um, Love and basketball. Love and basketball. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? No, I don't think I don't believe so. <laughs> Dance me outside was another one. Dance me outside. Um, Thunderheart. Thunderheart. Yep. Live in La Vida Loca. Yep. Apocalypto. Yep. And these two really made me laugh. Urban cowboy in pure country. <laughs> urban cowboy. Isn't urban cowboy a Bahana movie though? Yeah. <laughs> then it's a popular, popular Native American movie. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I guess you know, in terms of the question, like it's not necessarily just movies that are about Native folks, but movies that all Native people like. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And I, I think that um, a lot of those um, themes for some of those movies that are kind of very popular amongst all of our people are like that. Like Urban Cowboys, a popular one. Yeah. Because like in the last episode, we talked about how popular country music is, and I think uh, what's popular about that movie is how the folks carry themselves right they're cowboys yeah they're, they're yeah. cowboys or at least an urban cowboy you know they're, they're they're city cowboys but still carry a lot of that um those characteristics behind it and so you know like a lot of us out there on the reservations we're trying to be cowboys just like you were when you were a little kid you know you wanted to be the cowboy you yeah. want to be the indian and so i think that's kind of where um some of those movies kind of uh, share that influences i know that some other movies that i was thinking about too in terms of like reservation movies that were really popular amongst my peers were movies like Friday. <laughs> you remember the movie? Yeah, Friday? movie Friday. There are three movies, movie adaptations of uh-huh. Friday. Yep. And so I like that. Like I think that because of the influence of the hip hop culture, uh, the weed culture, I think was another reason that that made that movie very popular. And there are many other popular uh, movies that kind of fall outside of that American Indian, Native American genre in terms of movies that are very uh, popular on the reservation, uh-huh. like Love and Basketball, for example, yeah. in, in our yeah. sports episode. We talked about how popular basketball is yeah. in Tuba, yeah. especially in Tuba and out here too in Hopi. It's a very popular sport and a very popular sport in a lot of other reservations uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And so yeah. you can see, you know, where the correlation of uh, the 
the the themes of that movie and how it makes it popular for for native folks. Yeah, and you know when when you when you have that when I was when, when we were in grade school, uh, movies back then were in the '90s. But I was I was more of a sheltered kid, so I watched just mainly like G-rated movies. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And and it's because Solo didn't want me to be exposed to all of the killing and murders and sex and drugs and stuff. So I I basically was a sheltered uh, you know Disney child. And and little does Solo know of what you watch in your room <laughs> at midnight at night. Yeah, I'm still at the age you're at right now. Yeah, probably Disney Channel again too. So <laughs> this paid sponsorship was paid for by Justin Villarreal. Nurturing Indigenous Intelligence is a grassroots organization whose mission is to assist our Indigenous students and in their pursuit of education. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with upcoming distributions. But I guess going back to like the, I guess the films that are within that realm of um, American Indian, Native American genre. Actually, when I was in college, I did take a class. In, I, I can't remember the exact name of it, what it was called, but it had to do with um, Native Americans and their portrayals within the movies. Uh-huh. And it was a really cool college class because then I got to watch movies. Watching movies was my homework. Really? So that's kind of how I got to watch like a lot of some of these movies and like Smoke Signals, for example. Uh huh. I think that is really, um, it has, it, it has a real comedic theme to it. And I think that really only if you're, you grew up on the reservation that you really understand some of those themes. Yeah. Because especially in that movie, I think one thing that kind of really made me laugh. And it kind of applies to us here on Hopi, too. It's for an example is that you remember when Victor and Thomas were on the bus. Yeah. And then they get kind of kicked out of their seats by those uh, behind the guys. Uh-huh. And then you know, Thomas tells him, well, I guess your warrior look doesn't, you know, work every time. <laughs> and But it's funny because uh, prior to that, uh, Victor was trying to encourage Thomas to use his warrior face. Yeah. But yeah. then he's like, but, you know, we're not a war. We're not a warrior tribe. We're fishermen. <laughs> and so the same could be said for Hopis. You know, we're not a warrior tribe. We're corn farmers. We're farmers. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, you want to look like you came back from harvesting corn from the field. <laughs> This isn't dances with corn, you know. <laughs> but I guess which is really true for our villages that it is dances with corn. Yeah, true, true. And you know when when we were when I was growing up uh, in in grade school, um, there was always that popular. Uh, what was that one movie called too? Uh, um, let's see. Uh, what was that one movie called? Uh, Last of the Mohicans. Oh yes, Last of the Mohicans came out. Uh, back in 1992, and it was one of the you know the the girls back in the back in the heyday used to love that one uh, guy, not the Daniel Day Lewis, but his brother. Remember that guy? They played the, his the younger brother. brother. Yeah, remember he had that good stoic Native yeah, American look. Yeah, that's right. And that's girls right. fell in love with that look there. And man, it's like, how am I going to get a girl like that if a guy looks like that? <laughs> I think that's the reason why I started growing my hair out a little bit more because I wanted to look like that guy in in Last of the Mohicans because he he was getting the looks even though he didn't even know that he was getting the looks from all the girls. He was getting the ladies. He was getting the ladies, and I was like, I gotta get the ladies with this thing here. I gotta, I gotta be the last of the, I gotta be the last of the Mohican here. 
<laughs> so I, I guess within this genre of, of native movies, movies uh-huh. about native people, what are some of your favorite movies? My favorite movies? Uh, let's see. I like indie movies. So I like The Troll Hunter. Okay. I don't know if you know about The Troll Hunter. It's no. like a mockumentary. Sort of based around like the the idea of finding trolls, but not like the little, not like that troll movie, you know the the Pixar troll movie, mm-hmm. but like real life trolls. So they go hunt and hunt these like 20, 30 foot trolls, and that, like that's one of my favorite movies. There's you know there's all these other indie movies that that you probably don't even watch, but uh, I like horror movies. I, I enjoy horror movies like um, like Winchester or like. Uh, the Nun. These are movies about natives? No. These are like just movies in general. I don't watch movies about Native Americans anymore. Well, I guess that you can take that line from Smoke Signals again. The only thing pathetic about natives <laughs> watching movies is natives watching movies about natives. Was that the line? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, well, I think that some of the movies that I really like, well, I, I really did like Smoke Signals. That, that was I thought that was a really good movie. Yeah. And then the other movie that I really liked, too, was Thunderheart. Thunderheart. Have, have you seen that movie? I think every family has Thunderheart as well, too. And they're uh, with um, Graham Greene. With Graham Greene. Graham and, um, um, what was his What was his name, too? Um Graham Greene and Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. And um, but you know what? It's it's kind of funny because then like well I guess you know there are a lot of native movies that I guess are classified as indie, but then I think the most popular native movies I guess the ones that are you know produced at you know at, at, had a lot of exposure. Yeah. A lot of those movies tend to kind of have the same actors. In, yeah. In every single one you got uh, Graham Greene who's one. Who's who's the um, the tribal police officer in the movie Thunderheart? Yeah, and then he's also in the Twilight movie franchise as well. And then I think the other popular ones too is um, Adam Beach. Adam Beach. He's yep. in Smoke Signals, Dance Me Outside. Um, I, I really liked him in Dance Me Outside because it's like every movie that he's in, he's this real serious character. Yeah, yeah. And then Dance Me Outside, he's kind of, uh, I, I guess, um, like like one of us. Yeah, <laughs> like one of us um, um, dumb native guys. <laughs> And then, um, and the other one too, like the female Irene Bedard, I think I, she's, yeah. she's in a lot of these other different types of movies, but I guess that kind of goes to show, um, the amount of native actors, actresses that are, are out there that are, you know, portraying these roles that there aren't very, um, there, there aren't a lot of them. Yeah. And so they end up, um, portraying roles in, in several films. I know that a lot of the native movies that are, I guess, kind of more mainstream, a little bit more commercial are those that are kind of based off of historical events and so you know you take it back to when this country was first created and you know the the um the the, the i don't know what we call them the the, the colonizers yeah the, you know the people that came from europe when they wanted to settle this country that they came in and you know they had all these wars with all these different tribes and so i think a lot of those actual historical contexts those are the ones that were kind of made famous and so you know movies like dances with wolves or um, Last of the Mohicans was another one. And then um, there are a few other Squanto, I think, was something else that kind of portrayed that. Too. Sort of like the big bus, big blockbuster movies yeah, that yeah. portray Native Americans. Yeah. And so, you, you know, back in uh, back in the early 50s, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, there weren't a lot of movies that were made with Native Americans. So a lot of white people had played or portrayed Native American and played a Native American character. 
mm-hmm. in a Native American movie. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, uh, what was that one movie? A Man Called Horse with uh, Richard Harris. Okay. Yeah, so he was the native He was the native that was a white guy, but was playing a, uh, a Native American. But he, he wasn't a native. He wasn't a native. And it was made back in the 70s. So, And a lot of these Native American actors, you know, didn't really like... Or, you know, a lot of these Native American people didn't like that there were no Native American actors at the time. So that's the reason why a lot of these movies that now are now that come out don't have a lot of these uh, portrayals of Native Americans in movies. The, I think the latest one uh, was with Johnny Depp. Remember, um, uh, what was that? Uh, the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. You know, and a lot of Native American people got angry about uh-huh, that uh-huh. and because he wasn't native american but he portrayed that a, he portrayed a, a native, native american yeah character. yeah so that was like okay so and it was it was it was weird in a way to see a white man playing a native american uh person again you know and we because we we do have native american actors that can take that part but then you have you know a big time actor that can play any part so mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I mean I love you know Johnny Depp I like that guy uh-huh. and but I don't I you know when he acted in that movie Lone Ranger I I didn't really see any problem to it uh-huh. yeah it, it was it was because you know hey you know he's my favorite actor and I like that guy so so I take it you weren't upset either when Jennifer Lopez was asked to play Selena in the. <laughs> I thought she in, was Selena in, in that biopic. I thought she was Selena for a long time because <laughs> Selena is uh, is Mexican, yeah, Mexican American, and Jennifer Lopez is Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. And so, and you know, that was that was, that was the next question I was going to pose to you. But you seem like a guy that doesn't really get offended by a whole lot. Like, are there? Have you seen any movies or any type of TV shows that portray natives that kind of just made you like really shake your head? Mm, yeah, there was one movie called Hopi Itakachi. <laughs> Everybody knows what Hopi Itakachi is. So you have probably have that in your DVD collection. You know, it portrays the Hopi culture. So does it? Yeah. Made back in 1960 something and filmed a lot of the native culture, how it was back in the day. You know, it had a lot of the the uh, rituals and the rites that, you know, people got upset about. So I think that's like one movie there. <laughs> um, because there, there are several. There are several, I think, that, you know, like Native scholars that they'll point out that kind of have this real inaccurate portrayal of Native folks. Um, one is, is one of those early Disney movies, uh, Peter Pan. Uh-huh. You remember that? I remember Peter Pan, yeah. You remember that that scene where, where they're there with the, with the Natives? Oh yeah, yeah. With the Indians and kind of how they were yeah. displayed as those caric- caric- caricature type of portrayals of yeah. native folks in that, and so I think that that's one that kind of really does rub folks the wrong way. Um, and then I don't know what you think about Pocahontas. I don't know if that's you know one that's kind of caused controversy around that Disney um, around that Disney uh, studio and something that they produced. You, uh, you're, you're talking about the the animation Pocahontas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, you know, I mean, they, they kind of did make it into where it was, uh, where it was family friendly, but you know, when you really read into Pocahontas, you know, her story is not like that. 
Mm-mm. per se, but it was just mainly made for the the masses and for children to say that, hey, I, I know Native American. I know how to sing, uh, you know, with a raccoon. Do you sing any of those songs in the shower? <laughs> Have you heard the wolf cry in the moon? <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> All the colors of the wind. That is a real catchy song, though. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just waiting for that. I'm just waiting for a raccoon to pop out every now and then, so. <laughs> Dene Mahapi Arts is a modern art made with traditional values. Dene is involving artists who is innovative through her artwork while incorporating contemporary modern trends and bright colors being the base of her work. Hopi traditional elements is her main focus, giving her artwork an intricate finish. Though she's living in today's modern society, she paints meaning and value of traditional designs to showcase and symbolizes her upbringing out on Hopi. She specializes in customized painting, painted earrings to her colorful, bright canvas paintings and much more. Dene can be found on Instagram at Arts, where you can find and support her one-of-a-kind art pieces. There are more, I guess, you know, like, I guess in terms of the, the, the popular ones that we spoke about, the the smoke signals, the yeah. um, dance me outside. You know, another one that was really good, too, was Skins. I don't know if you've seen Skins. Skins. I think I've um, heard of it. But that's kind of a movie that's about, um, it, it deals with alcoholism and that has Graham Greene in it, too. Uh-huh. Um, and it, I think, you know, and that's kind of, you know, a common, I guess, a common um a commonality with a lot of these movies is that they really do have to deal with tribes that are usually like in the plains areas, yeah. or the Northwest areas, like in terms of the popular movies, the ones that garner kind of a little bit more interest, there are very little that focus on the Southwest tribes. Yeah. I was ready to say that it's like all of the movies that like back in the early eighties and nineties all have to deal with like the plains Indians and nothing that has to deal with like Southwest Southwest Pueblo Indians and which is which is weird because you know that's kind of like the stereotypical Indian with the feather and the hair and you know with the, the, the big war bonnet war bonnet and the teepee and the horses yeah and and that's where I guess that's where a lot of Na- uh, you know American culture says that you know all all Native Americans are the same because I watched I watch Pocahontas I I sang I sang with that raccoon <laughs> I sang with the raccoon. I know the song. Grandmother Willow gave me an Indian name. <laughs> and it goes to show you that, yeah, we, we're we uneducated in a way to say that, oh, okay, yeah, uh, there are more than just the Plains Indians. And like when going back to my story with, um, uh, you know, what my roommate back in college saying that I didn't know there was more than one you know, Native American tribe. I thought you all guys, all natives lived in teepees. With well, with that being said, um, I'm gonna ask you a question and see see what see which see what we get out of all this. All right. Can you how many movies can you name that actually feature Hopis? Uh Hopi Itakati. <laughs> I think that's the only movie that I can think of. There's uh Dark Wind. Dark Wind. Oh, yes, that's right. Dark Wind. I forgot about Dark Wind. And where Gary Farmer, <laughs> who's, who's Victor's uh, father in Smoke Signals, it's like that, like that guy's everywhere. Yeah. He's the one that plays the Hopi. Yeah, Hopi cop. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that plays the Hopi cop. And so, you know, I guess that goes to show that whoever created that movie knew very little about Hopi, said they got this real tall big man to play the Hopi. <laughs> 
And he looked nothing like a Hopi. He was too fat and too big. <laughs> and then the other one that I can think of is uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, yes. Uh, where they go to the Hopi Mesas. Where they travel to yeah. the Hopi Mesas. So travel to, to the Night Hopi Wolf. Mesas. Yes, to meet Nightwolf. And so Nightwolf is Hopi, apparently. I remember that because back in grade school, when that movie came out, all the guys that are all the girls that were in my class were actually saying that, you know, hey, you should be Nightwolf for like Halloween. And I'm like, Nightwolf for who? <laughs> It's like, yeah, isn't isn't that where uh, Hopi guys come from? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, throw a tomahawk at you. You probably call yourself Night Coyote now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, there are there are very little uh, Hopi movies or movies that portray Hopi in a way, or even tribes in the Southwest. Yeah, I think the ones that are out there are like that, like the indie films that you've yeah. been talking about. Because then, the, some of the ones that I know of, like the movie we've mentioned on this podcast before, the More Than Fry Bread movie. Oh yeah, I think it's one that solely focuses on Southwest tribes. There's a couple of movies that have been produced mostly about Navajos, like I think Turquoise Rose. Turquoise Rose. Was one that I've seen before, which actually yeah. is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one too. I think it's called Post, Mile Post something. Yeah. <laughs> Mile Post a number. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie deals with alcoholism, too. And I thought that that movie did a real good job in portraying, like, you know, like your alcoholic buddies that are yeah. on the reservation yeah. that, you know, really try to get you to uh, go party with them. And so, you know, you're walking down the street minding your own business and then, you know, acting. Uh, I think the guy's name was Cloyd Begay. And so, you know, you're being Cloyd and then they're trying to get you to um, <laughs> try to get you to go party with them. And they actually reference Hopis in that movie, too, as well, I believe. Really? And then, um, I don't know if you know, but um, one of the actors, uh, he, he's part of that comedy group. Um, uh, what, what, are their, what are their names? The, the Navajo comedy oh, guys. Oh, uh, James and Ernie. James and Ernie. Yeah. One of them. I believe it's James. I think it's James, the, the younger guy. Oh, yeah. At least the, one, the, the younger looking guy. Yeah. He's actually part Hopi. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, he's uh, from, from your village, from Hotvela. No, I think he was from, um, I think he said that he was had relatives in Polaco or something. From Hotvela. From Hotvela? Mm-hmm. Mm, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were all mixed breeds up there anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that some cartoons like Family Guy and... Um, uh, what was the other one the too? Simpsons? American, American, yeah, American, American Dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they portray Hopi in their in some of their cartoons. Oh, really? Yeah, there was one that uh, one like going to the Hopi Mesa or something like that. Oh, or, really? And making fun of like you know I'm gonna drop you off at the the, the Hopi Mesas here so we don't have to take you home <laughs> kind of deal. And there was another one where it's like you know um, they went to a shaman uh, in, on the Hopi reservation. And they said that, you know, they, the shaman said something about like, you know, the world ending and the world ended. And it was, I think that was on either on American Dad or on Family Guy. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I know that the Simpsons have referenced Hopis too before. And I didn't really understand the joke that it, that was made. It um, One of the characters, I believe it was Lisa Simpson, the, yeah. the, the young daughter, made the reference that, you know, there's a TV made by the Hopi Indians. And so I didn't really understand, like, we're the last people that would know how to make <laughs> TVs. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I seen I think I seen that one. And then I think that you know most recently there was a, a popular clip on Facebook that's been going around, and it was from an episode. I don't know if you remember the. I don't know if you would call it a cartoon from back in our youth days, but uh, Gumby. Gumby. Oh yes, Gumby was the uh, what was it? What was that lost Hopi or something like that? <laughs> yeah, the, the the Hopi guy. Yeah, the, the lost Hopi boy. Hopi boy. Lost he, Hopi boy. He finds Gumby and Pokey. Yeah, and then they're like, um, I, I'm lost. I'm trying to get back to my village. And then the joke that made me laugh was it was pokey. He said, but you're Indian. How can you get lost? <laughs> and and that's all stereotypical. Like, you know, we're we're basically the the trackers of um of of of, of everything and we know how to find our way home. And uh You taste the dirt, yeah. And, you know, you, you know, know which direction the smell the air and Sort of like Thunderheart. Remember where Graham Greene goes up to? It's not like size 32, you know. Uh, He's got 13 cents 13. in his left pocket. <laughs> you know, and it. I guess that just goes to show you that those are all stereotypical uh, stereotypes of what what of America. Our, our culture Yeah, is. what America has portrayed our culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, in a way, it's like we're part of that. We're part of that, just that. Part of perpetuating the yeah. stereotype. Yeah. And and I guess that, I guess we are kind of, we're not forgotten. We're just in the mix of things. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, some of that stereotyping does, I mean, there there is some truth to it. You know, yeah. There, there is some truth to it. And I think that that's probably why, you know, we like some of these in, more, um, I guess, indie movies yeah. that are created by Native people. Yeah. That portray our lifestyles because you know we we get each other yeah we get each other even though that you know like for example we're on the hopi reservation but there's a lot of things that we have in common with people that live on the navajo reservation yeah or that live on the you know the autumn reservations down in phoenix or you know etc etc and so there's a lot of things that we kind of do to i guess in a way kind of like cut corners and, and not necessarily cut corners but i guess to save some bucks and so there's some things that we do that that's kind of, I guess, uh, laughable on the outside looking in. Yeah. Because, you know, we're doing a lot of these things to try to compensate for the fact that, you know, a lot of our families don't make um, a, a living in the way that a lot of these Bahana families do. And so that's kind of where some of this portrayal comes in. Like in the movie Smoke Signals, where you got those two chicks that are riding in that car backwards all the time <laughs> because it doesn't go forward. Yeah. And it's like, who has money to fix the car as long as it runs? Yep. And that's basically, you know, how you end up getting that Indian car. Uh, that res ride there. You get that res rocket yeah exactly and i guess that that just goes to show you that we do are we are stereotypical in the movies so whatever you see in the movies kids that's basically how we <laughs> that's basically how we live so <laughs> speaking of uh stereotyping uh movies um if you if you were given um enough source enough money to create a movie and they said carl we want you to create a movie about hopis on the reservation what would you do what would I do? Uh, well, first of all, we... Uh, would I it would be a comedy? <laughs> make it a comedy? Uh, or would it be a horror flick? I have, I have no idea. I think it would just be like, uh, just like, hey, what's going on kind of deal. I, I think the dynamics of our reservation, it would kind of be a combination comedy horror flick. <laughs> comedy horror flick. 
<laughs> you know that Netflix TV show called, yeah. um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Stranger Things? Yeah. You know, that that universe or that uh, alternate dimension yeah. within that film, yeah. they call it the upside down. The upside down, the upside yep. down. The Hopi Reservation is is the, the real upside down. <laughs> no one can't leave from that upside down. And, 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 you know, where you, we as Native Americans have this, this whole genre of like how, how we, you know, where, where we are, where we want to be stereotypical or stereotyped, we look to the movies. We just look to say, Hey, I, you know, I want to be that, you know, that, that type of Native American there. Like when going back to, um, dances with wolves, Uh you know, I wanted to be that guy because he was the guy that looked hot and could get the girls without even knowing it. Do you mean dances with wolves or last of the Mohicans? Oh, last of the Mohicans. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want stands with fists. So (laughs) (laughs) the indigenous design collab are indigenous designers collaborating to bring creative people and ideas closer together through education, communication, and creative expression. They explore, cultivate, and indigenize space. Indigenous Design Collab is having a call for entry starting September 1st for digital artwork for their second annual design show. The theme is Rise to Vote. For more information, they can be found on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, and and that was that was it. That it was the portrayal of trying to find um like who you are, I guess you could mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. through movies or through music. And although we know who we, we, we are as a culture, but individually, you know, you want it to be not Hopi. You want it to you be want it to be something I want else. it to be something else because that's much cooler than being Hopi. Because you didn't want to have that face coming up like you just harvested the corn. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted that warrior look. I wanted the warrior look. I wanted the squanto look. You wanted to look like you came back from killing a big buck and not the small cottontails <laughs> from your cornfield. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of dances with wolves, you know, actually, when they made that movie, I don't know if it was like the studios, um, uh, they were trying to be like generous to tribes or something, but they, I, they, I think they did like tours. They did tours to reservations with the actors. Really? But Kevin Costner visit, visited the day school. Really? When that movie first came out. Dang. And we were kids and they were there at the school uh-huh. talking to us about the movie. And But we were kids. Like, yeah. We, we you didn't, didn't know. understand like what the significance like, of having a big Hollywood star. Who's, 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 who's this white loser here? <laughs> Why is he talking to me? Who's this white guy talking to me about Indians? <laughs> but they actually visited our school. And so, you know, now that I think back on it, I was like, wow, they came down to the day school. <laughs> you actually met Kevin Cosner? Met Kevin Cosner? Yeah, you day didn't school, even know it. And I, I didn't even know it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, and speaking of, speaking of like these, the different uh, merchant or like the different, um, portrayals of native americans mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. merchandise that came out like oh, yes, yeah yes. like like with uh, uh what was that one uh indian in the cupboard remember uh-huh, uh-huh. you had you had the little figurine that came with the the, the vhs oh that's and the, the right key and stuff right. and and you had all of these or your fry bread power t-shirts yeah or your fry bread power t-shirts and and speaking of t-shirts mm-hmm. um you know last minute screen printing actually is sponsoring part of this uh this episode here uh last minute screen printing will handle all your t- uh your 
your screen printing and t-shirt needs. It's actually a local business based in Tuba City and has serviced customers throughout the Hopi and Navajo Reservation. Find them on Facebook to give them a like or contact 602-526-7659. Or you can send an email to brian, B-R-I-A-N-O-S-I-F at gmail.com. So if you want some screen print t-shirts, go ahead and look him up. If you want to purchase some uh, CJ podcast t-shirts. Oh, yeah. And if you want to podcast or purchase CJ podcast t-shirts, go to myshopify.com slash strong ones. Am I correct? Yes. All right. Good. And so if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Purchase all you want. You know, then it's actually a limited supply. So um, hurry and click that buy now button. Please. <laughs> but going back to the movies, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, there are very, very little blockbuster movies that actually make it to the silver screen. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like uh, Apocalypto is like one of the latest movies that actually did make it a huge, a huge hit. And but it wasn't like the true type of, uh, you know, uh, what what is it? Uh, the It was Mel Gibson's. Yeah. Version. Mel Gibson's version of of his idea. Catholics are going to save yeah, the Mayan tribe. Yeah, and it was. I, I I think that's where it kind of. Although the visionary part of it is really neat, it, it it's just the storytelling was kind of weak in a way where it's like you know, uh, natives were like uh, like not grand in in anything, but they were more like poor, but grand and poor at the same time. And at the last minute, then you had Christopher Columbus saving everybody exactly. And so I guess that's where uh, that one movie that kind of made it into the big screen. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually a pretty good point. The fact that, you know, when uh, these movies that do portray natives do make it to the big screen, that there is this underlying theme. And I think that, you know, in academics, what they call it is they call it the white superhero theme. Oh, yeah. Meaning that, you know, it's the Bahamas that actually come and save the natives, whether it's from themselves or from some sort of other crisis, and so like um, dances with wolves is a, another um, another example. As uh, Kevin Costner's character ultimately is, you know, becomes the, the superhero yeah. and trying to save the natives. And there's a couple of others too that you know, I guess uh, that are kind of a little bit more modern than Apocalypto. Um, I know that a couple of movies that we've watched are like um, Wind River. Did you watch that movie? Wind, Wind River? River. I I remember watching it in. Uh, I think we watched it in class before. It's actually a, a new a newer movie, and that one um, has um, it has that same theme too of of the Bahana superheroes coming save the natives. But the superheroes are actually superheroes because they're uh, the Marvel actors. <laughs> you have Jeremy Jeremy Renner who portrays uh, Hawkeye. Oh, yes. in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe, and then you have I believe her name is um, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen. Yeah, who plays uh, one of the heroes, the the heroines. In, in the Marvel movies. And then actually, um, I, I forget his name, but he's actually, um, he plays the Punisher uh-huh. in, in the Netflix uh, series of, of Marvel, but he's in the movie as well. And so all three of those characters are, are kind of on the side of the good side for the natives. Yeah. And so it's it's a movie that, that kind of unfortunately, you know, does discuss a real life issue. And today, you know, uh, missing and murdered indigenous women. Yeah. And it talks about, you know, basically um, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen trying to figure out what happened to this girl 
And then they end up finding out that, you know, her killer also killed her boyfriend. Really? Who was actually the the uh, uh, the Punisher guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, all of these movies that uh, that I didn't know about with Native Americans have this portrayal of, like, you know, we being the weak, mm-hmm. weak, and there's, you know. John, John Berthnall is his name. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's actually one of my favorite characters. Really? Favorite, favorite actors. <laughs> and... So, Go ahead. So if this Hopi movie happens, yeah. we have to have that Bahana superhero. Okay. That's going to come in and save the Hopis from themselves. <laughs> be, and probably Kevin Cosner sometime. <laughs> well, I'll be Kevin Cosner's bitch sometimes, though. <laughs> and, 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 you know, when, when we portray a Native American movie, there are, there are indie Native American movies out there, like with the Sundance and like the Sundance channel or like the, where was that one uh, in, up in Canada? The, the, there's the, those awards, the award shows. I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And they put, that's not Sundance. I think that is Sundance. Yeah. Is that, I think so. I have to, uh, you know, uh, Facebookers out there, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Which but, usually is. <laughs> shut up. But anyway, you know, there are indie uh, Native American films that have just Native American uh, actors in them um, telling the real side of Native America, but that don't actually make it to any type of big screen, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just it's just like, you know, um, a, a true way of saying that this is who we are and what we do. But Hollywood has made it to so where we are the lesser, the weaker and we need somebody like uh, Johnny Depp or, you know, Robert Redford to come in and save the day. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer to come and save the day. You know, and, and those are the, and it's it's kind of weird in a way, but we, we don't say anything because we're always portrayed in there. So we're like, yeah, you at know. At least we have a part in there. Yeah, it's like, at least we have a part in there. I don't care if I'm Kevin Cousins' bitch or not. What was <laughs> what was that new Western movie? It was it's not real new. I think it came out within the last five years, like the Magnific- Magnificent Seven. Oh, yes. And, um, that, and they had that one part for the one native guy. And uh-huh. I think his name was Red Moon or something yeah. like that. But he was another one that the ladies <laughs> were all about. Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, it was uh, with uh, what was it, Seth? Seth, no, um, the guy who created uh, Family Guy. He was when he was in there, right? Um, I believe that it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was called The Magnificent Seven, um, but I, I don't remember um, what a lot um, of those characters. Am I am I thinking of another movie? I think you're I think thinking I'm, of another. I think movie. I'm thinking of another movie. Yeah. I, but anyway, you know, there was there are there are still a lot of movies out there. And I'm pretty sure that there are still movies that we still haven't even even touched on with Native Americans. Oh no, there's so many. Yeah, there are a lot of a lot of movies that have Native American portrayal mm-hmm, in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are actually just B-rated movies that never mm-hmm. make it onto the big screen. Exactly. And and so, like, with my question, maybe uh, what? Why is it that Native America is not becoming their own movie industry? I mean, there are there are Native American actors out there that do have and do hold a lot of the skills necessary to become real uh, Native American actors. Mm-hmm. And there's some big time Native American actors out there. Adam Beach, Adam Beach, yes, West, West Studi, yes, West Studi. That guy's in everything. Yeah. But though you know they're very very limited on to what characters they play, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they can't they can't play like the white, uh, you know, uh, what was it? The white uh, detective <laughs> <laughs> or the black man in uh, in drag or whatever. Can you imagine that conversation between West Studi and Adam Adam Beach? How's it going, Adam? Well, I'm doing really good, but I'm getting really tired of uh, being typecast. <laughs> I'd like to expand out and maybe play the white detective for once or to, you know, be in one of the hood movies. Yeah, I want to wear a do-rag once in a while. <laughs> but I guess, you know, as as we get close to closing this out, you know, speaking of uh, a B, B-roll footage and real amateur work, um, yeah. Carl has taken up uh, his his own little projects here. Oh, yeah. And is in the works of uh, developing some miniseries oh, yes. for our YouTube channel. So, so go and make sure you uh, like and subscribe, or at least subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you can be notified anytime that um, any of these future videos come out. And click that bell icon to be uh, first one to be noticed. So uh, thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man. Uh, thank you for listening. So long. Okay.